You're now tuned into Unpunctuated with Precious, where we have lifestyle conversations and guidance based on my own experiences and those shared by others. Hello, hi, hola, what up? Thanks for rocking with me and tuning in for the final episode of 2020 of Unpunctuated with Precious. I'm deviating from our regular scheduled programming to spend some time with you and take stock of the year we've had and really say, you know, well done, guys. You know, we're nearly at the finish line, but the marathon continues, right? I don't think anyone is going to be in the mood for any new year, new me mantras because time is a construct. And after the year we've had, you can make all the plans in the world, but the universe will do what it has to do. However, you can control your mindset and your attitude to whatever gets thrown your way, right? And my mood for 2021 is I am eating 2021 up and leaving no crumbs. I'll say it louder for the people in the back. Leaving no crumbs. I'm divorcing the team no sleep, chasing the bag, life, that grind until you die life, and pursuing wellness and wholeness from here on out. Whatever that looks like. I'm deleting apps, I'm following accounts, disengaging from activities, and people that don't spark joy or facilitate my emotional, physical, or mental wellness. Why, you ask? because I can. (laughs) And look, whether you are single, dating, married, newly divorced, newly broken up, employed, unemployed, studying, figuring your shit out, your whole self is all you need to envisage, design, and pursue the best life for you. You are the designer. And I want to spend this episode exploring things you can do to be well in 2021. This past year, we've lived through some, some of the strangest times in modern history. It was an insert whatever adjective you want year and you deserve a legit pat on the back. We all do. And it's not over though. So here are some of my tips I think that I'd love to share to stay ready so you don't have to get ready. So let's start off with number one, which is reflect and set your intentions. So what I mean by this is take a moment to realize that you have been through unprecedented times. Oh, I'm so tired of the word unprecedented, but that's the word I'll use. And we're still in these times, right? Nothing immediate will change come January 1st as it relates to the pandemic or the state of the world. Um, So don't set yourself up to think that it will. Like we're gonna wake up on the 1st of January. It's gonna be a Friday, I believe. And it's gonna be December 32nd, 2020, you know? But you know what? Remain positive or as positive as your space and time allow, right? We are living in a strange paradigm where things aren't always what they seem. And this year feels like it dragged, yet it felt over in a blink of an eye. So for me, I'm spending some time to reflect on this year because I bet most of us have been in survival mode, you know, weaponizing positivity against ourselves and waiting for quote unquote it to be over and for normality to resume. And I don't think that's where we're headed. And what's normal anyway? You know, New Year's resolutions are so 2019. So how about we set intentions? What, what, you know, what do we want to welcome in our lives? What habits are we trying to form, get rid of, 
Where do we want to grow, heal, develop? You know, explore your intentions and find a way and, you know, you feel comfortable with capturing these intentions and revisiting them as you move forward into the new year. Like I started journaling. I've got this great journal that has these prompts, but I looked on Pinterest for journal prompts to get me thinking and to really have that introspection. So that's been really helpful for me. And I look forward to journaling a lot more in the new year. Another thing that I look forward to do is just like speaking my thoughts and recording them, just processing them sometimes. Um, That's another mechanism that I'll be using. The second piece that I want to discuss is number two, get rid of toxic relationships. (laughs) We say this time and time again. I know we say this time and time again. But look, if your tribe is a shambles, this will reflect on your moves and your life. You know, if you're seeking wholeness and wellness, self-respect is a prerequisite. It has to be a priority. And when you have self-respect, you've got more, you've got more um, line of sight around things that are not for you and people that are not for you. Look, you have complete control over yourself and how you behave. And it's crucial that we invest in people who bring out the best in us. But let's get real. Some people can't even cut off the enemies of progress in their lives because they can't identify how toxic these relationships are in the first place. And sometimes it's you. You're the toxic one stinking up the joint. So check yourself and check your peeps. (laughs) You know, is that friend or partner that low-key puts you down with backhanded compliments, speaks fear into your plans, discourages you, takes advantage of you, really worth taking up real estate in the Wakanda of your best life? Nah get rid of them. When you fish out the EOPs, give them a wide berth and distance yourself as best as you can. And if if you're like into the direct approach, let them know straight up as diplomatically as you can. You know, now is the time to untether yourself from these people for the good of your own well-being, right? The next thing I want to say is get your financials in order. We're living in some, man, I don't even know what next year is going to look like or beyond or what's even going to happen to the economy whatever but if 2020 has taught me anything it's financial literacy and planning is so crucial to empowerment financial planning is something that our community need to really prioritize on a personal and group level and I say this I mean the black community I'm not saying run off and start investing in stocks today with no knowledge of what how that even works But even putting together a budget for yourself, examining your monthly income and expenses is a great place to begin. Also, not every invitation requires a yes. We can spend so much money socializing. I know there hasn't been a lot of that in 2020, but in the little graps that you could, you know, not every invitation requires you to say yes. I'm not sure how much traveling or socializing any of us have taken part in this year, but cut your cloth according to your size and think long-term when it comes to your financials. You will thank me later, I promise. Next, let's look at beautify your personal space. You know, home has been where the heart is for a long time for me anyway. Um, I'm an introvert, so I love being in my own space and being alone and, you know, making the place, you know, a conducive environment for my creative thoughts. But with travel being pretty much non-existent for now and for the foreseeable future, for most of us, um, you know, we found ourselves spending far more time than we have ever imagined in the comfort of our own homes. If you haven't spruced up your space in a while, why not start now? You know, set a regular cleaning schedule, buy some lovely soft towels, homeware items. I'm obsessed with homeware items anyway. Like I know IKEA items by name, 
Kallax is a staple in my in my in my in my home. <laughs> Whatever you can do to make your home feel lush and feel like a safe haven, do it. Get things that help you keep your space clean and organized. You know, adopt some new plants. Do whatever you need to elevate the atmosphere for yourself. Let's now think about uh, commit to maintaining your mental health. So I've been well acquainted with anxiety for as long as I can remember. And this year, I think most people have had their bouts, even if they hadn't before. You know, I really shared my strong black woman who pretends she can carry the world, or not pretends, tries to carry the world on her shoulders persona, and just let myself feel through it all. You know, there were days this year when I felt hopeless and helpless. There's a lot happening, there's a lot of noise, there's a lot of news, there's a lot of chatter, there's a lot of theories, there's there's just a lot going on. And I've been so angry with the so-called powers that be that I feel are playing with the lives of citizens and I've been rageful. And anxiety has hung within my, well, it sat within my chest and hung over me in a way I'd never experienced before. So if this year has tested your mental health, I recommend seeking support, whatever whatever you feel comfortable with, whether that be therapy, apps, CBT techniques, reading, breathing exercise, meditation, whatever you can do to fortify your mind as we navigate these pretty messed up and ambiguous times, please do it. And don't forget to cut yourself some slack and reward yourself for the small wins. Anyone who's listening to this episode today or whenever you listen to it, give yourself a pat on the back and show gratitude because you are here. You're able to reconfigure, realign and move forward. And for that, I'm sincerely grateful. Another great thing to do is create new traditions and habits with your nearest and dearest. So my amazing family, partner and friends are my support system. They add so much happiness and value to my life and I'm, gosh, I'm abundantly grateful for them. Um, And despite the lockdown and tears and quarantine that really, in a lot of cases, distance families and uh, and isolated people, this has had the opposite effect on me and my loved ones. We saw through the BS and leaned into one another. And whilst I know it may not be easy to spend time with those you care about at the moment, but perhaps when things improve, explore what you're passionate about and enjoy doing and see how you can include those you care about in those activities. For example, I love cooking and I do it well, if I may say so myself, and my partner loves eating. <laughs> and he loves my cooking. So I'm going to spend more time showing him how to make these staple favorites that he likes and also create new and interesting dishes. We also invested in some jump ropes and resistance bands. And because the gyms have been sporadically open due to the shambolic government policy where I live, um, we had to get creative. So we're committing to making our wellness a priority and doing it together makes it all way more fun. And you may want to incorporate regular Zoom or WhatsApp calls, video calls with your family who are further afield to stay connected, whether it may be um, weekly or whatever cadence, don't let this pandemic win. We will keep the bonds we hold dear strong from wherever we are. Another thing that's really top of mind for me is like, we need to stop working unnecessary overtime whilst we're working remote. You know, working remote has been something I have personally thoroughly enjoyed, but I know it's not for everyone, especially those who gain energy from being around others. 
Now that our offices are in our bedrooms, living rooms, kitchens, and dining rooms, it has been harder to set boundaries because the lines that a commute would typically set between work and home are now blurred. My commute is a short walk into my office, which is set up pretty well, um, and it's in my kitchen, and I typically start around 9 a.m. and don't leave my desk until well after 7 p.m. some days, and sometimes later, irrespective of how many meetings I have. You know, my breaks have been seldom, and I realized that this was this, this is madness, but it was just not wanting to work in a space that I hold dear, living room, bedroom, you know what I mean? So while a few extra hours can sometimes be unavoidable when things get super busy for you at work, you know, working way more than 40 hours a week can be detrimental to your health, especially if your work setup isn't the best and it leaves you sedentary for too long with very little breaks. December drove the work-life balance messaging home for me after speaking with my coach, Maine. We all need to prioritize effectively to ensure we are working smart, not just hard, you know, set focus blocks in your calendar to reflect, do actual work instead of being a slave to meeting invites and letting them dictate your day, which is what I was doing for the best part of the latter half of this year. Put your phone, your messaging, your chat apps on DND um, to stay on task and set an end of the day alarm or remind to step away from your desk. Like I now have a block on my diary that's like, I'm not taking meetings or working after this time in my calendar. It's sat there and it's like, you can't book over it unless you reach out to me and it's urgent. So the coming year, I feel, should be about balance. So I encourage you all to figure out ways to prioritize adding more balance into your lives and your work. Another thing that's uber top of mind for me is reorganizing my closet. Oh my gosh, like I have so many clothes and I didn't do a lot of buying, to be fair. No, I didn't buy a lot. Um, I tried to have this like one in, one out approach. But one thing I'm going to be doing in the coming days is cleaning out my closet. Gosh, I have shit that I haven't laid eyes on in my IKEA storage boxes and hung in my closet. And I have to make peace with the fact that I need some feng shui in my life. And those clothes have reached the end of the line. Our relationship has come to an end. <laughs> if I haven't worn them now, I probably won't. I've gained weight, lost weight during this quarantine. And I'm not a hoarder, but I do have this irrational way of thinking I'll need something specific at some point. And I have a gorgeous little central London flat, but storage is not in abundance. So I need to ruthlessly prioritize. So I'm going to do something super scary. And you can join me if you want. I am going to dump everything on my bed. Oh, just the thought of this fills me with utter dread and horror. Oh, and I'm going to pick what my must keep items are and what are just fillers kept on, you know, by the hope of weight loss or a special event. Something that I'm not really into, but kept because it's new. I'm still not sure which charity shops are accepting donations, but maybe I'll find out before I start this task. And I may also revisit eBay for things I shamefully know still have tags on them. And next, I may explore creating a capsule wardrobe, but I'm not quite there yet. So for now, it's a it's a Pinterest vision board. <laughs> Lastly, I want to talk about treating yourself daily. So for me, travel is my favorite thing to do, and it's something I look forward to, and it's been hindered by this pandemic. So I thought about creating daily practices of treating myself in some way. You know, my reward for handling my business daily and also to take care of me. It doesn't matter what your interests or needs are, just try and carve out some time for yourself 
and treat yourself daily and look after yourself. So I say all this to say there may not be any necessary need to set these crazy goals that are going to put pressure on you and give you anxiety. It might just be about making small changes, enhancing your experience, your personal experience, your life, your surroundings in some way. So I hope you join me in maybe duplicating um, or taking on some of the practices that I've shared in this episode. So I received a DM from someone who is in a long distance relationship. She's been with her person for, I think, about four years. He is currently in the States. She is in the UK. Very familiar with this scenario. Um, I'm someone who's very acquainted with long distance relationships. Um, And so she was like, it's a very lonely time. She's away from her family. They would have ideally spent the holidays together. And she wanted some ideas about how to keep the spot going and spend time and connect during the holidays and during this lonely time. Uh, So I'm going to share a few quick fire round tips on things that can be done to connect anytime, not even just this time when you're apart. Um, So the first thing is like, find a show that you like and watch it together. I remember binging with my partner, like we do, we do Netflix parties and we would watch the same thing and then we pause and chat and talk smack. Um, or you can watch the same thing and be on FaceTime or WhatsApp video and just watch stuff together. That's always a good one. So have like a TV night, a movie night together. Um, another thing you can do is if, I mean, if you've got time, it's kind of late now because it's Christmas Eve as I'm recording this, um, you know, send some snail mail, like send it a card or whatever it may be, or even a gorgeous email, like write an email rather than a text, put some thought and heart into the messaging. That's always nice. Um, Another thing you can do is take some photos, uh, share some pics, you know, even though you see each other in a relationship, everyone wants to receive like photos of that person to add to their collection, whatever that may be, um, whatever your style is. You know, it makes it feel so much more special if you're sending a specific picture to your partner rather than them seeing it on your like IG feed or Twitter, for example, you know, and really think about if you know when you're going to see each other next, like have a countdown. Like I always had a countdown every time he was either flying in or I was flying out. And it's always great to look at that, put a little picture. You can, there, there are apps on like iPhone and, and Android that you can get that you can put a picture of yourself or customize the countdown. And it kind of keeps you, you know, having something to look forward to. And even if you don't know the specific date when you see, when you're going to see each other, set the intention, manifest a date and put it there and just put it in your countdown and you can always adjust it. Right. Um, another thing that we did was play words with friends. I'm so good at words with friends. Um, so I beat him all the time. Yes, I do, baby. And we play words with friends. We do quizzes online. Um, and we just play competitive games online with one another. And, you know, it's always fun beating him in words with friends. But we do quizzes and and things like that. So that's always that's always kept things fun uh gosh we had a mini book club 
I was terrible in the mini book, book club. I got super busy, but we were reading um, Tommy Adeyemi's um, Children of Blood and Blown. <laughs> Children of Blood and Bone. Um, so we're both in different places, but we were reading the same book and we're just kind of talking through it. And it was great to kind of digest and talk about the imagery and share that with one another. Um, that was really good. And I really kind of enjoyed that. And I think that we, we, we're going to keep that on anyway, now that we're together, but it's always a good, it's always a, you know, a nice idea to like share reading, whether it's fiction, nonfiction, whatever your style is, like having your own little book club and then talking about it is great. Another thing I heard people are doing is, you know, having those virtual excursions. I think Qantas have this really, really awesome virtual reality app where you can like explore Australia and look at what it's like going to the down, going down under. And I know some museums are doing that. So you can like go to the Louvre together, um, maybe share your screen and have that together as well. Um, or, you know, you can send them, send them a gift, uh, share recipes, for example. One of my favorite things though is like curating playlists for him. So I used to be the mixtape queen when I was in school. Like I would use, I used to sell my mixtapes. I'd always, I had an allowance. So I would go to this place called um, Music Box and I'd buy albums. They were, all albums were 10 pounds unless they were import. And I would like record them. I'd, I'd burn the, I'd burn the CDs and tapes for people and I would sell them at school. But I'm great at like curating like really nostalgic playlists. So I, I do this for him as well. So I normally do like his favorite selections or things that I want him to explore or things that remind me of him. And there's Spotify playlists private for him to explore and think of me as well. Um, another thing that I'm thinking about doing is like, like sharing my Pinterest board with him, like all the ideas that I'm having around our, our trips or life or how we want to decorate our place, things like that, um, or say good. Another thing you guys can potentially do is send each other a care package, you know, send him something special in the mail for no reason or, for, or as a gift, just to show that you care um, and put like all their favorite things and things that you think will be useful and ship it off to them. That's always nice. Um, you know, exchange scent, something that smells like each other, like put like spray his cologne on something you have and you can spray your perfume on something he has and you can always have each other's smells there. Um, you know, spend time in your smartphones looking at your shared photos. If you've got like a shared photo album, you'll have like lovely memories of when you've met and when you've been together, you know. Um, and keep it old school, call one another. Like, even if it's just a quick question or you want to tell them something happened when you ran to the to the store or, you know, or text as much as you can to keep the conversation going, it kind of closes that distance gap between you as well. And make plans, you know. Spend the time on the phone all that when you're texting, making really solid plans for when you'll next see each other, you know. And I think it always feels good to have something to look forward to when you're in a long distance relationship. Uh, what else? Plan a virtual date night. So, you know, FaceTime, WhatsApp, video, all different apps can make it easier just to have a date night. Like cook dinner, open your favorite bottle of like wine or whatever drink you want and just have dinner together and have a date virtually. I'm not sure if you have a portal, if you have a night, whatever you have, whether it's on your computer, you can simulate date nights, 
you know one of the favorite things that I do I'm very inquisitive I love learning about people like people are so interesting to me and I love hearing about why they think the way they do why they behave the way they do and I love paying like 20 questions I do this all the time and some people think it's a super childish but I play flirty game flirty 20 questions with my partner even now um and just ask little things you can find 20 questions on just do a simple google search and you can make it super light you can make it fun or you can make it super super deep whatever you need to know it's a great way to learn with one another and it's a great way to open up as well right i send voice notes as well you can be like i love you they can hear your voice um and one thing that he does for me that's really really sweet is he like treats me to take out like he'll order me my coffee um, to be delivered whilst I'm working from home or he'll order me dinner um, and vice versa that's always a nice way you can do that through like Uber Eats, Delivery, DoorDash, Postmates whatever whatever's in your area um, yeah I'm thinking what else I mean you can always do like you can like go to a concert together or like pick music videos like, I love listening I love listening to or watching nostalgic like 90s and 2000s R&B videos so you guys can do that on YouTube and watch it together while talking and video chatting and you know close your eyes and imagine you're together that's always fun um you know set some goals you know together whether it's fitness goals or whatever it is one thing that keeps me really um close is on my phone the front facing of my phone I have his and my time zone so I know what time it is where he, he is at and obviously I have my time too um yeah sorry I'm smiling <laughs> I'm smiling as I'm saying that um and learn something together you know whether it's like you want to learn a new language on like Duolingo together or you want to learn a, a new instrument you know and then you could talk about it afterwards as well so that's always fun um you know little notes of appreciation handheld notes post-its or messages or texts or emails again are important and I think continue to check in and don't feel like the distance is just a, a, an opportunity to just be distant and exist you can still bond and make the most of your time apart together you know you know long distance relationships are hard and I know technology has made it easier and things that you can send make it easier but they are hard there's nothing that can replicate being in that person's space and being around that person's energy so it's important to like be supportive, understand and show care because this is quite a difficult time anyway for most people. And when you're, when the person you love the most or your significant other is not near you, um, it can be hard. So I hope you found those tips useful. Um, again, guys, I love hearing from you, whether it's a DM, whether it's a comment on Instagram, whether it's a tweet on Twitter, whether it's a, a voice note on Anchor, Anchor is the main platform where you can send me what is essentially a voicemail or a voice note to give me feedback, to ask me a question, to give me ideas about future topics, to let me know if there's anyone that you think that I should have on and I should speak to. I would love to hear from you guys. I am Unpunctuated Podcast on IG, um, Unpunctuated P on Twitter, and Unpunctuated Podcast at gmail.com if you want to send me an email. I wish you all a happy holiday, irrespective of how you spend it, who you're spending it with. I wish you health. I wish you wealth. I wish you success. I wish you happiness. I wish you alignment.
and I look forward to bringing more episodes to you in the new year. But until then, be safe, be well, be happy, and do things that create and spark joy in your life because at the end of the day, you've got control over that. Thanks for listening. Thank you.